everybody and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being patient this week. <laughs> yeah, we finally got here. Uh, sorry for the very late release this week. You know, some personal situations got in the way, but, you know, we didn't want to let you down with no podcast whatsoever, so we guess better late than never. We've got a kind of, I guess, an Easter special. The podcast is going to go out too late for us to cover Friday games. There's a lot of Football League matches on Friday. Uh, so we're going to look at the Premier League for Saturday, Sunday, and then the round of Football League fixtures, which are on the Monday. Uh, so you'll have to kind of bear with us because we don't know, obviously, what's going to happen in the Football League matches on the Friday. But, you know, we, we, we'll do what we can with, with what we're working with, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Not ideal we're recording late, but is what it is. Let's Let's uh, let's see what we can do. Starting off in the Premier League on Saturday, and a very interesting game to kick us off, Man City-Tottenham. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> the early kickoff <laughs> in the uh, Premier League. Wow. Um, funny, isn't it, that these two play each other so soon after the epic in the Champions League. But I'm looking at odds here. Man City are 2-7. to seven. The draws eleven to two. Spurs are ten to one. This that's a joke, is it not? Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. I ain't got a clue who's writing them. I ain't got a clue, to... but I know it's not, they're not playing Cardiff, jeez, or Huddersfield or anyone like that. It's yeah, yeah frightening. What What do you think? We got to talk about it at least. Is there anything you'd have from a betting perspective after what happened in midweek? I, I think Man City will win it. Uh, yeah. All their attention now turns to the Premier League. That obviously they're in the FA Cup final, um, but if they if they won the two domestic trophies for me, the season is uh, it's it's kind of a failure considering that they're aiming for the quadruple. The Premier League and the Champions League are the two they want to win. Really, with the quality of squad they've got, uh, they need to get be getting at least one of the two. So it's all about the Premier League now for Manchester City. I think they'll win this game. I think. You know they'll take confidence from the fact they scored four against this Tottenham side, and I also think Spurs will probably be so mentally drained and exhausted because they gave so much in that game. Um, I, th- I think there might be a bit of rotation, uh, and I think Man City will get the win. But at, at two to seven, it's it's nothing that's going to be bet on for me. No, no. I mean four three in midweek, so we got to have a look at the uh, at the goal market surely. Uh, I think it's fair to say that you know both teams to score is something that's obvious. But what I looked at, Tom, do you fancy over six point five goals, which is <laughs> which is what happened in midweek? If you do, my friend, it's ten to one for wow. a repeat um, over six point five. But no, seriously, I but I am with you, Tom. I think Man City will kind of get back to. Uh, back to bread and butter, get a bit of revenge. They've got to put the Champions League now at the back of their minds. It's gone for another year. Now it's, you know, full jugular for the Premier League. And the positive to take from this is that they're they're solely focusing on one trophy now and Liverpool are still trying to juggle the two with a lighter squad. So if you're a Man City fan, that's the positive to take from it. In terms of Saturday's game, for me, Man City to win and both teams to score, 6-4. to four. That's my tip. 
and here's the thing, right? It feels like Man City lost that game on Wednesday night, but they didn't. They won. They won the game four three, um, yeah. and they've scored four in the last two times that they played Tottenham at the Etihad. Yeah. So they've got a good record against Spurs at home. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think they should. They will win this game two to seven. Yeah. That's nothing for me, unless you're going to go for the both teams to score Man City to win route like you've uh, suggested. Yeah, six to four. That's my tip, but. Uh... Yeah, very interesting game. Absolutely. So, um, for the rest of the Saturday games, if we're looking at three o'clock, we've got Bournemouth-Fulham, Huddersfield-Watford, West Ham-Leicester, and Wolves-Brighton. I don't know about you, but the one that stands out for me mainly is Wolves-Brighton. So, Wolves are priced at three to four for the win. I'm going for Wolves mainly because... You know, we know we know they're good, chasing seventh position and, and a possible Europa League spot. They're good at home. Brighton are just crumbling at the moment. They've lost five in a row. There seems to be yeah. real, real confidence issues at Brighton, and they're tumbling towards the relegation zone. That game against Cardiff last week, where Cardiff beat them two 0 at the Amex, could be pivotal in the relegation battle. Um, I, I can't see Brighton getting a result here. And to be honest, no, no, I'm not so sure where their points are going to come from towards the end of the season. Because if we look at their games after this, uh, they've got Spurs away, Newcastle at home, Arsenal away, Man City at home. So other than the Newcastle game, which surely they're earmarking as an absolute must win, Spurs, Arsenal, Man City are the other three. For me, a couple of weeks ago, it was absolutely... Dead and buried. Huddersfield, mm. Fulham, Cardiff. Absolutely yeah. finished. Obviously, Cardiff have played a game more than Brighton, and that's the only positive I can I can give uh, any Seagulls fans listening because Tom's right. Um, it's going to be a real, real uh, serious worry from now to the end of the season because, even, as you mentioned, that victory from Cardiff, even mentally, they're now, you know, mentally kind of got a leg up, haven't they, on Brighton? And uh, Brighton are going to find it hard here. Yeah, Wolves, and as you just read out, uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, with just that Newcastle game, the only one looking winnable. It's looking seriously, seriously dangerous for Brighton. Big time. So you reckon Wolves for this game, 3-4? to four, Yeah, 3-4, really to four, yeah. Wolves aren't the most trustworthy I've ever seen, but uh, yeah. Um, let's turn our attention to Watford. I always feel like it, it's hard to not be drawn into the team playing Huddersfield, to be honest. Yeah, every week, whoever it is, I look at them and think, yeah, they're just going to win. And that's how I feel with Watford. Watford haven't been great. They've won three of their last six, which is kind of classic Watford, isn't it, to be honest? They've won three and lost three of their last six. They're very up and down, as we know. Um, very unlucky to get um to get nothing out of that Arsenal game. Um, lost one nil, obviously the red card early on, and they matched them. If not, with a better side, so they'll they'll take positives in that. Before that, two impressive victories over Fulham and Wolves. I think going to Huddersfield, even without Deeney, shouldn't be an issue. Seventeen to twenty reflects the fact that they're playing uh, the bottom of the league, but. I think they'll be okay. 
Yeah. I'm just looking at Huddersfield's um, win-loss record and all their games this season. Since the 1st of December, they've won one game. 20 losses, one draw, one win. <sighs> season to forget. And, and that's putting it lightly. Big time. That is embarrassing. embarrassing. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Good squad for the champ, though, if they can keep it together. But, you know, there's, <laughs> sure we'll discuss that in a few weeks' time when we look at a season preview for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, nothing else for me really stands out from the three o'clock. So I know no. Bournemouth against Fulham. Bournemouth are good at home, but priced at 13 to 20. I feel like I don't quite trust Bournemouth. There's always, no. with these mid-table sides at this stage of the season, there's always the worry that they're kind of on the beach. Um, Fulham did get a good win against Everton last weekend as well, so there's potential for them to build upon that. Uh, yeah, the price for Bournemouth doesn't really encourage me to bet on them. I don't know about you. No, they were terrible. Before that uh, thumping victory against Brighton, they were terrible, so uh, one one game against the poor side isn't going to change that for me. Not yet. No. Uh, then the last one, West Ham-Leicester. God. Uh, no no idea. idea. Goals. Goals, definitely. Uh, both teams to score, I think, um, especially with Leicester. They're from four. The, the I love the English kind of four that they're going for at the moment, the the Gray, Barnes, Madison, Vardy quartet mm. is, is a thing of beauty. And uh, both teams have scored four to seven. So bookies agree with me there. Um, I think that's what I'd be going for, if anything, in what will be a tight game. Makes sense to me. And the, finally, the Saturday 5.30 is Newcastle-Southampton. Uh, very evenly matched this one, isn't it? For me, uh, nothing. In terms of a betting perspective here, best to take a watching brief. Yeah, watching brief. Long, long, long away game. <laughs> My God. Long, long Big away day. game. <laughs> yeah. Very so fair. kudos to any Saints that travel up there. Hopefully uh, it's a good game at the very least. Big game at the bottom as well. Victory for either one of them. Pretty much safe. Yeah. Uh, right, we'll move to Sunday then. We have got Everton against Man United kicking us off at one thirty. Oh, again. Jeez, Everton, you think they've gone on this excellent run. They've beaten Chelsea. They've beaten Arsenal. We back them on the bomb-proof treble and big them up on the podcast. They lose to Fulham. Yeah. What's going yeah, on? Absolutely. Yeah, What's going on not, with not happy with that. <laughs> not happy with that. And United as well. When Oli comes in, you know, he's at the wheel, all that kind of stuff. Now he's got the job permanently. They've fell off a cliff. The bloody hell's happening there as well. I, I ain't got a clue um, what to think to this game, to be honest. Watching brief, bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> if it, I could see both teams scoring, <laughs> to be oh, honest. Can you? Really? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can. Uh, if you are interested in the price for that, it is thirteen to twenty, so it's you know it's not the best price ever. But you know, man, you haven't kept a clean sheet in nine matches. Everton yeah. are always prone to conceding goals with their defence. Um, you know, Rashford, Pogba, there's all Martial, 
going forward, there's always a chance Man United are going to get a goal. So you know, for me, that's what I'd go for. But tough yeah. game to call. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, the four o'clock then, we've got two. Arsenal against Palace and Cardiff-Liverpool. Um, if I say Arsenal to win, Liverpool to win, you got any objections to that? Arsenal price at eight to 15. Liverpool price at one to five. Um, we know Arsenal are very, very good at home. They've got one of the best home records in the league. You can see it just once in seven home games. And Palace are safe. Another team that is, yeah, you could say they're probably looking at the summer holidays now. Don't see any upsets in either of these games. No upsets, but I will say one thing. I, I can definitely see Palace scoring. So I think if you want to try and make this a little bit more of an interesting uh, interesting affair, I think Arsenal to win and both teams to score, 15-8 to eight is a good price. If you have a look at Palace, uh, they've actually got a better record on the road than they have at Selhurst Park this season. Uh, played 17 home, 17 away. They've only won four at home, but they've won seven away. Um, they've scored 26 away and only 14 at home. They have been very impressive, particularly on the road recently. They've beat Newcastle in a big game. They've uh, scored against Watford. They did lose, but they did score. They beat Burnley. Uh, they beat Leicester. Then stretching back, they uh, beat Doncaster in the Cup. They're on the road, they are handy. They will lose, I think, um, especially after you know Arsenal getting that away win. Uh, it's just one more thing to to go against uh, Palace in terms of Arsenal's confidence. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll get Arsenal to win both teams to score. OK. I won't be so confident in the both teams to score aspect, personally. Why not? Why but... not? They've got so much pace. Arsenal are going to have a lot of the ball. And Palace will play purely on the break. Townsend, Schlup, Zaha, Wambasaka. They've got, they got some real pace going forward. Got the most penalties in the Premier League this year. Tricky players. Milivojevic. Yeah, they'll score. I, I, I don't know. You look, at, you look at Arsenal's home games recently. Kept clean sheets against Napoli, Newcastle, Rennes, Man United, Southampton. Yeah, that's just in the last five, six games. So Yeah, yeah, it's impressive, to be fair. Chelsea in there, if you're looking even further back towards January. So they've kept a lot of clean sheets against decent sides at the Emirates, which is... What I'm what I'm looking at and the angle I'm coming from, but definitely Arsenal to win at eight to fifty. Yes, yeah, we did agree <laughs> on that. In and amongst yeah. all that, uh, Monday night, yeah. Chelsea Burnley, Chelsea, I mean, yeah, I Chelsea, Chelsea. I couldn't care less about that game to be honest. Chelsea price at one to four is very tight. Yeah, get out of here, one to four. You must be mad if you're betting on them at that price. Get out of here. Rubbish. Yeah. You see Arsenal at eight to fifteen, which is essentially one to two, and then Chelsea at one to four. Jesus Christ, there's so much more value in, in Arsenal. Yeah, it's bloody it's bloody ridiculous, but is what it is. Shall we move on then to the championship? Uh we oui, we oui, we oui. let's move on to the championship. Uh so Monday, this is the Monday championship game. So I just want to stress from now on we're not looking at Friday. We're looking at Monday for Championship <laughs> League 1 and League 2. Um, yeah. Do you want to start us off then with something that you like the look of? 
Yeah, yeah, I can start us off. I'm going to start off with Aston Villa. 8-15, to 15, uh, they are priced. They have a home game against Millwall. Villa definitely recently um, have been absolutely fantastic. They've won the last eight games. Uh, are they timing their run a little early? I'm not sure, but one thing I am sure of is that they're going to get the victory against Millwall, who also need the points. They're in a relegation scrap. Just too clear of Rotherham, although they do have a game in hand. Um, Villa, that you know, they are kind of priced as favourites as you would imagine. But how can you not bet on a team in fifth that's won their last eight games at home against a team in twentieth? Got it. There's no other outcome for me here in a logical world than asking Villa <laughs> three points. A logical world. <laughs> Villa, Villa as well. But by, by the time it, by the time this kicks off, Villa are on Friday away at Bolton, which we fully expect them to get a victory. And um, yeah, so they could be coming off the back of nine in a row. Uh, Brentford are visiting the Den for Millwall. That's going to be a tough one. So yeah, for me, Villa are absolute certainties. Yeah. Um... Another team for me that I think are pretty much certainties to get the win. Unfortunately, it's Derby County. Yeah. Four to seven is the price for Frank Lampard's Derby to get the win against QPR on Easter Monday. Uh, Derby are currently in eighth. Obviously, could be higher than that by the time this Monday fixture rolls around, depending on their result on Friday. But as it stands at recording, they're two points off Bristol City who, who occupy that final playoff spot. Um, they've sacked Steve McLaren because they're on a terrible run. Despite that, they've continued on a terrible run. I can't see that changing from now until the end of the season. One of those sides who they're not going to go down, but uh, they're just the, the players are just kind of wishing for the end of the season. They need to get in, regroup, get some new bodies in, get a proper permanent manager in. Uh, and until that comes, I think it's going to be hard going in these last four or five games for Queen's Park Rangers. And yeah, Derby with very good, good Pride Park form. I think they'll get three points comfortably here. Yeah, it's not going to be fun, is it, to be a QPR fan uh, from now to the end of the season? Well, to be honest, it hasn't been very fun for quite a few years. But anyway, um, moving on, let's have a look at Blackburn Rovers. Blackburn are at home to Bolton. They are one to two, so it is pretty short, but I do expect Rovers to get the victory. Bolton are pretty much gone, pretty much dead and buried. Uh, eight points off at time of recording. Even if results go their way there, and they do get a unlikely victory on Friday, then they're still five points off with three games to go. Uh, they are finished. For me, um, so yeah, I think Blackburn not not you know relentless in terms of goal scoring, especially at home. Do you know they've actually only scored nineteen goals at home this season, which is oh, so bland. Yeah, yeah, so so bland. Sixty one point nine percent of their um, home games they've been under two point five goals in the games. So I would go for that as well, under 2.5. Yeah, 
I definitely can see all of that coming in. Bolton, very, very poor side. Surely relegation is going to be confirmed. Um, for me, mm -hmm. then, the championship, that kind of covers a lot. Uh, there's a lot of... Yeah, not a lot, is there, on the, on the Monday? Not a lot at all. No. I'll tell you what, on Friday, there's flipping loads. It's a shame we've not recorded this right really early in the week for Friday's games because there's a ton on Friday of home favourites in the championship that should definitely win. Yeah, well, dealing with uh, with what we've got. So let's move on to League One then. Okay, so League One, a uh, bit of an admission to make for League One profit chasers. Uh, the bookies don't have odds available for Monday. Same with League Two. So, yeah. so unfortunately, we'll tell you the team that we think will win and why we think they'll win, but there aren't any odds to back this surfboard to read out to you. So, uh, yeah, annoying <laughs> yes. because we're, we're looking on all these different bookmaker websites for the odds for League One and Two. Can't find those two leagues which we want, but they've got the Swedish third division North playoff and the, the Denmark fourth division. And, you know, why do you not have League One and League Two with the games four days away? Ridiculous. Yeah. Rubbish. Rubbish. So, Sorry about our profit chasers. However, uh, what we will be able to do is obviously give you the tips. Who we think is going to win isn't going to change. So that's the good news. Yeah. Let's kick us off uh, with quite an obvious one, I think, but we'll get it out of the way. Charlton Athletic. Charlton yeah. are at home and they have a game against relegation threatened Scunthorpe. Both of these teams do need the points. Uh, Charlton are at home. They haven't lost in their last 11 League One games. And they've been on absolute fire as they uh, cement that fifth place position and get prepared for a playoff run. Uh, they're actually only three points off Barnsley. So automatic promotion is possible. And they are the form team, arguably, with Portsmouth. So they will have their eye on that as well. Um, they're against the Scunthorpe side that is struggling. Down in 19th, uh, they haven't won in their last five games in the league, including three defeats. Typically, not the best at the back. Second worst defensive record. 73 goals have shipped um, in the league in 42 games. Charlton is the last place you want to be going right now. Big time. Charlton, for me, are the, the big standout in League One. Um, if you had to guess the price, mate, what, what do you think it would be? Uh, 10 to 1 for Charlton to win. <laughs> Everyone lump on. Uh, 10 yeah, to I, No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. I ain't got a clue. Uh, I reckon you'd be looking at about four, four to six. Yeah. Well... If it's four to six, it's worth it. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. Okay. Uh, there's not an awful lot out there, actually, in League One. Uh, probably no. quite convenient, considering we don't have any odds. But uh, a team that I'm looking at to get a victory away from home is Burton Albion. They yes. go away to South End. Uh, Burton are on really good form. They've won four out of the last five at time of recording. Uh, they're scoring goals for fun. So in those four victories, they've scored 
three in three of them and then five in the other one. Uh, and the draw that they got in that, that run of five games was away at Sunderland. So a very creditable draw there. So Burton ending the season really, really strongly. Um, it doesn't look like they'll get a playoff spot. It's, it's mathematically possible, but they're nine points away with four games to play. So pretty much it's not going to happen for them this season. But, you know, they're building solid foundations and momentum for next season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, against Southend, who are really struggling, despite sacking Chris Powell, they've still not had a change in fortune. They've not won a match since the 19th of January. That is about 14 games ago now. Uh, they've lost five out of the last six, currently occupying 22nd in the league. It's looking ominous, looking om- ominous for Southend, unfortunately. Uh, I think Burton will get the victory here. And I think the odds will be quite decent, actually. Burton will definitely be above evens for this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, we don't have the prices, but uh, might even be worth looking into the double chance market. Uh, obviously, your odds are going to be depleted quite a bit. But uh, yeah, Burton should win this game. Absolutely. Southend haven't got the bounce that they were hoping from a new manager. Um, and if they don't win, I certainly cannot see Burton losing. A draw is the least they should be expecting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got one more. I don't know about yourself. I have one more. Um, It concerns Sunderland. Big, 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 big game on Monday. Um, Sunderland away at Peterborough. So Sunderland currently... In that third position, just two points away from Barnsley. Peterborough, five points adrift of Doncaster with a game in hand for that final playoff spot. Um, For me, Sunderland are going to go there and win. I don't think Peterborough have the consistency, despite the fact that they have won uh, three of their last five, sorry, three of their last six. Very, very inconsistent side. It is going to be tough for Sunderland. As I mentioned, Peterborough won three of the last six. But uh, for me, I, I'd be looking at, at uh, Sunderland. I just think they're they're more consistent. And I just think yeah. they're, they're, yeah, they're the better side, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that one as well. Uh, this is I've the best sequence. Than... This is the best sequence, sorry, Peterborough have had since the 25th of August in terms of wins. So they typically they follow it up with at least a draw after two to three wins. So uh, yeah, another omen for them to slip up. Okay, cool. Uh, shall we move on to League Two? Then I don't have anything else to discuss in League One. No, no. Uh, you know what? Again, with League Two, it's it's slim pickings. Again, probably a good thing because we don't have a lot of odds available to us. Um, it's getting to the stage of the season now. Lincoln are promoted already. Uh, they've got a tough game against Tranmere. The bottom of the league is actually where I'd be looking at a lot of the action here in terms of betting. You've got Crawley against Notts County. Very very winnable game for Notts. You've got Macclesfield at home to Newport and you've also got Yeovil at home to Colchester. Um... This is a situation where I could see 
genuinely, I could see all three of the bottom sides getting at least a point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's sink or swim time, isn't it? If it wasn't already, my God. But uh, yeah, all three have got have got a great opportunity to get something at least. They have. Uh, that that was quite a blanket statement from from me just then. But to give a bit more depth to that, Notts County who go away to Crawley, Crawley have only won one of the last six games. That was a big crunch tie against Yeovil last weekend. Great result for them. Should guarantee their safe for this season. Um, that could play into Notts County's hands because Crawley will think they're safe. They've done enough, perhaps, on the beach now. Uh, prior to that Yeovil game, they'd lost four in a row. And Notts County have generally been performing better away than at home. Um, they did get panned by Crew last time out, but before that, mm. they beat Stevenish 3-0 away and also beat Carlisle 3-1 away. So they're scoring goals against some decent sides. Yeah. Real pivotal weekend, isn't it? Real pivotal weekend, and uh, yeah, you you can make a case for all of them to uh, to get something. And and if they did, by the way, if for some kind of miracle, all three won, or you know got some kind of of uh, points on the board, they would start looking at uh, Cambridge. Cambridge yeah. are only you know six points clear. Um, and it, it's it's something that they could really, really kind of uh, capitalise on. So that's something to uh, look at as well. And talking about Cambridge, uh, they, I think, will lose. They are away at Forest Green. Uh, Forest Green, they're unbeaten in five of their last six. Cambridge, just one win in the last six, despite two, uh, sorry, two back-to-back losses as well for Cambridge. So Forest Green, obviously, currently sitting in that uh, sixth position. So you know, six-point cushion over Carlisle, who has struggled for consistency since the, since the turn of the year. Forest Green, yeah. for me, home favourites should absolutely romp to victory. Yeah, I agree. I think the only other ones for me are MK Dons at home to Port Vale. Oh, oh my God. Profit chasers. This is a oh. monumental moment. Oh, you were just trying to sneak that in, weren't you? I was just trying to casually just get that one in there. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want the hoo-ha, but I'm going to give you the hoo-ha. Wow. Tom um, Pipkin is an MK Don's convert. Well, come on. They're... they're... They're in fourth place. They're chasing the two final automatic promotion spots. So a point behind Mansfield, two points behind Berry. What a great opportunity this is at home to Port Vale, who are in 18th, they're safe, on the beach, in no great form at all. You know, it's a fantastic chance for MK Dons to, to pick up three points and really put pressure on the teams above them. They've got to do it, surely. I love it. I love it. Next, you'll be whacking them in your bomb-proof treble. If you do that, I will absolutely love it. I can't whack a team in my bomb-proof treble where I don't know the odds for them. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. So, anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, um, let's talk about Berry. 
just quickly. Um, I really didn't expect anything to go their way um, on Saturday. So um, they managed to beat Colchester, who were handy for sure, uh, 2-0 at home. That was despite reports that the players were going to stop training. Uh, they haven't been paid for months. Uh, apparently, people are going to go on strike. Uh, there's a massive dispute from player up to owner, and they had lost their last three games. It all looked like they were ready to throw away their promotion chase, and everyone seemed to rally together, and they beat ninth in the league, Colchester 2-0 at home. So my question is, Tom, are they going to beat Northampton at home on Monday? Oh, God. The foundation is there. I think they could, yeah. I definitely think they could. It's a bizarre little situation we find ourselves in. I guess it's it's the fact that, you know, you've got to put all these off-field issues to the side. And as a group of professionals, you want to get promoted, you want to win matches. So even though you might not be getting paid for a few weeks, um, as bad as that is, you know, you've got the opportunity now to get promoted, which you might not get again, uh, especially for a team like Berry, who have a lot of kind of older players in their squad, you know, your Maynards, etc. Um, this is a great opportunity for these seasoned pros to perhaps get this big promotion and give themselves one last big shot in a better league. So, you know, I guess professionally, they pull together and, and pull results out now. Yeah, I mean... I, we've mentioned before, haven't we? Off the pitch stuff can it can kind of go one or two ways. You can either galvanise everyone together, or uh, everyone can just down tools and think, well, sod it. <laughs> but yeah. obviously, Barry have all galvanised together. It seems just off that one win, it's hard to say what's going to happen next. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know the, I mean it's kind of ironic. I'm I'm going to talk about pay rises and. Promotional bonuses, see as though they're not getting their base salary at the moment. But um <laughs> yeah, players at that level as well. Um I've been I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. Um and when you listen to for example, a player like John Parkin, big John Parkin, been listening yep. to a podcast he does. He played in the championship pretty much his whole career. You wouldn't realise how money driven these players are. Um, kind of at that level. Dean Windass was another one. Dean Windass said uh, that his his first instincts when he used to score a goal was get in. That's two grand. That's his first thought, and he was whole through and through. And he he said he loved every team he played for pretty much. Um, but his first thought was money, and he said he used yeah. to argue with people about penalties not because he wanted goals, because he wanted money. And, uh, yeah, for these Berry lads as well, even though it's ironic they're not getting paid their base salary, um, you know, big opportunity to uh, get some some cash bonuses behind them as well. So uh, trust me when I say players, uh, trust me when I say profit chasers, it comes into it whether you want to admit it or not. So big opportunity for Berry. Um, anything else? That's kind of it for me for, for League Two as well. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should review last week's bomb-proof trebles. I yes. suppose. Let's not shy away from the fact that they were absolutely terrible, probably. 
gem- genuinely probably the worst ones that we've ever done uh, on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're a new listener, well, to be honest, actually, if you listen for the first time last week, you're probably not listening this week. <laughs> I was just about right. to apologise, but you're probably not tuning in. If you, right. if you're new this week, welcome, thank you, and uh, it's not always bad. <laughs> That's what we want to say. It's not always bad. So we'll recap my one first. So I have Macclesfield on the double chance. Uh, they lost two 0 though to Forest Green. He had Hull on the double chance, and unfortunately, they lost one 0 to Middlesbrough. I also had Everton, but they lost to Fulham. So overall, two double chance games couldn't save us. And Everton lost to a Fulham side who had previously lost the last nine games in a row. So that kind of summed up where our weekend was last weekend. Yeah, far from ideal. Um, Same with me, really. I had Lincoln to beat Cheltenham and both teams to score. I got half of it right. They drew one all, but it wasn't enough. He also had Sheffield United to win at home against Millwall, but they could only draw one all thanks to a, a last-minute equaliser for Millwall. And then I had Colchester on a double chance, as I mentioned, away at Berry, and Berry rallied to win 2-0. Yeah, so three double chance games, all ended in losses for our chosen teams. Uh, yeah. yeah, not good at me. all. Shocking day at the races. We apologise to anybody who who backed those trebles. Um, you know, we we hope we've had enough credit in the bank for, from all the good we've done in 2019 to to you know get a bit get a pass for that shocker. Yeah, absolutely. And on and on the joint too, we had Colchester the double chance from mine, who obviously lost two 0 yeah, and it was the Macclesfield double chance and Hall double chance as well. So the double chance treble didn't obviously win either. Yes, so it is a new week. So let's put that behind us and let's move on to the Easter special and resurrect the podcast. So um, we, if you're new to the show and you're wondering what a bombproof treble is, this is the part of the show where we put together all of our research all of our knowledge and all of our gut feeling into trebles that we recommend uh, that you back for some profit this weekend. Uh, We recommend putting on what you can afford to lose at the end of the week. Hopefully we all bash the bookies. We see some bet slips. Everyone goes home happy. So for this week's treble, guys, because we don't have the odds for League 1, League 2, we're going to have one joint treble that just covers uh, Saturday's Premier League games and Monday's Championship games. So to kick us off, we're going to go for Aston Villa at home to Millwall, priced at 8 to 15. Then we're going to go for Wolverhampton Wanderers there at home to Brighton. They are priced at 3 to 4. And finally, we're going to go for Derby at home to QPR, priced at 4 to 7. And a £10 example stake pays 43 back. So it's what 3.3 to 1 for the joint treble. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah, Midlands Midlands treble. So up the Midlands, east and west. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah. So next week, guys, we'll be back with normal bomb-proof trebles, uh, normal recording, normal trebles, one each and a joint. But for this week, because of our, well, 
reduced odds list. We, we're just going to yeah. give you one instead of speculating. And, we, you know, we don't want to end up putting three teams in a treble that are all end up being like one to two or one to three. And it's just completely pointless. So we'll work with what we've yeah. got. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, guys, thank you very much for uh, for listening to the show this week. If you want to connect uh, after the show, then you can do so on social media. Uh, Twitter is the best platform to do so, T underscore FB podcast. Um, alternatively, you can uh, hit us up on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us with any inquiries, uh, any questions, ideas, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com is the place to be. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, CastBox, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, go on, leave a rating and a review. Uh, that would really help us to get more listeners, grow our exposure and uh, ultimately provide you a better show. So we'd really appreciate that. Yes, we would. So. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Much appreciated. Take care and enjoy your profit chasing. Thank you, guys. Have a great Easter.